From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. Welcome back to the program. It is uh, 10 minutes to 10 here on Newcastle Live. Now, if you were lucky enough to see Susical, the recent production from Hunter Drama, you would certainly know what this organisation is capable of. The reviews were absolutely fantastic, just incredible by all accounts. Joining me on the line now is the Program Director for Hunter Drama and the Director of their newest production, She Kills Monsters. Good morning and welcome, James Chapman. Hey, Tracy, how are you going? I'm great, thank you. You guys are glutton for punishment. You only just finished Susical, and now off we go uh, again. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a conversation we've had a few times <laughs> in the office that we've bit off a lot, but um, yeah. It's uh, it's fun, isn't it? I mean, I, I know that uh, you and I spoke off air about uh, the fact that Daniel is uh, the owner of Hunter Drama, is off uh, travelling the world at the moment, seeing uh, yeah. he's been on Broadway, he's been in London, he's been all over the place. I mean, that is what, what really makes Hunter Drama that, uh, that extra bit, bit different, that extra level of professionalism and just such an incredible organisation here in, uh, in Newcastle and the Hunter. It's those worldwide contacts, isn't it, and that worldwide experience from the people yeah. in charge. Yeah, well, firstly, thank you for that lovely compliment. Um, yeah, like we have a we have a bunch of um, tenets that we try to live by, and one of one of them is uh, we always try to deliver a world class experience. Um, we've been to the West End and Broadway and seen some fantastic theatre there, and so yeah, one of one of our goals is to sort of be able to deliver that kind of quality product, um, but here in Newcastle where. Um, we, know, we might not be used to it. Yeah, absolutely. And especially, we're not used to it from our, uh, shall I say, our local production companies. And, and that's not said in, in a derogatory way in, in, in any way, shape or form. But no. our non-professionals, you know, it's not, you don't expect it to be to be seamless. You don't expect it to be without, uh, without you know, the occasional hiccup. But you guys managed to do it in, an, in a way that is just mind-blowing. And I know that um, our managing editor, Dan Beasley, here is, uh, is such a huge, huge fan of Hunter Drama for exactly that, that reason, just that level of professionalism. Oh, well, that's lovely. Yeah, you know, there, there are hiccups, but we try to keep them mostly mm. backstage where the audience can't see them. <laughs> um, but, you know, every, every production has their has their hiccups. But, yeah, no, we, we just do our best and we, we try to do, uh, yeah, professional-level uh, theatre for our audience and also for our participants to, uh, to get to experience as well. How many students have you got at Hunter Drama these days? Uh, we have about... 700 enrolments, um, mm. but some of those are students that do multiple courses. Mm. So a lot of our students do a drama class and a musical theatre class, and then some are enrolled in, in different things like screen acting and writer's lab and actors company and performance troupe. So there's a lot going on. Um, but yeah, we have about 700 individual enrolments. Yeah. Well, that's a decent amount of enrolments, isn't it? It's bigger than some schools, mm. a lot of schools actually. <laughs> yes, so yeah. It is. Well, I know, yeah. I know my daughter's school has just under a thousand, and uh, you know that's that's a lot of kids to uh, to manage. James, how are you going with that? Oh, look, we're trying. <laughs> we're doing our best. <laughs> we have uh, we have uh, studios in in Newcastle and Maitland and Singleton, Cessnock. This year, we've opened a studio in Valentine, uh, and we also do classes out at Bishop Tyrrell Anglican College. Mm. Um, so the business has expanded quite a bit this year. Um, but you know, it's, it's a it's a great company, uh, really great people to work with. So you know, we do our best. Yeah, it is. It's just fantastic. Now let's move on to uh, to the next production. It uh, it opens in uh, nine days' time, to be exact, on Thursday, the twenty fifth of August. It is a short season again. It's only only three days, four performances. It's uh, she kills monsters, and I love uh, I love the quote for it: a story about kids who make up stories. Now anyone yeah. who's got kids knows that those stories 
stories can be quite uh, quite interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, if you've got any kids that are into Dungeons and Dragons or any of those kind of role playing games, um, they're they're very big into storytelling, and I think that that. the theme of storytelling in, in role-playing games and in theatre overlaps quite a bit, and that's why this play is so interesting. So tell me a little bit about it. As I said, it's about uh, you know, a story about kids who make up stories, but it's, it's a, a, a high level. You know, it, it, it's obviously very quick. It's a, a dramatic comedy. It's got, it's got homicidal fairies, yeah. orcs, and uh, you're going to make my day because 90s pop culture. Tell me a little bit about, uh, about the, the latest production. Yeah, so like you mentioned, it's, it's set in the 1990s. Uh, it's about a girl named Agnes, uh, whose little sister uh, very sadly passes away. Um, she wasn't close to her sister in life, um, but after she passed away, she found a, a notebook in her sister's room, and that turned out to be a Dungeons & Dragons um, module. So she takes it to her, one of her uh, sister's friends, who is a big Dungeons & Dragons nerd, and they basically play through this game that her sister had written. And throughout the game, she kind of gets to reunite with her sister and... Uh, learns a lot about her that she didn't realize in life and it's kind of a second chance for Agnes to uh, make up for some of the mistakes that she made while her sister was alive. Um, she kind of didn't give her the time of day. She just thought she was a weird, old, uh, like a, a little nerd. Mm. Um, and yeah, she, she kind of realizes that there was a lot more to Tilly um, than she realized. She gets a second chance to to sort of experience her relationship with her sister. It's also a, a very, very strong um, story. It's got a very strong female lead. It has, has you know, girls wielding swords, which is great in itself, you know, <laughs> that queer kids and, and weird kids are cool and that nerds rule the earth. I mean, it's it's very much trying to... to project to everybody that this it, these people are cool they are awesome you know and uh, a bit yeah. like stranger things you know with with the dungeons and dragons yeah. that these kids are cool they're, they're not the weirdos it's cool yeah one of the things that i've been saying to the cast a lot is you know like we're all in theater we're all theater kids so by default we're all weird nerds as well we all have like weird idiosyncrasies and and we might not fit in in uh in different places in life but when we you know come to drama and we go to the theater we've kind of found our place to fit in mm. and it's it's similar to to the way that the characters in the play look at dungeons and dragons they're all outcasts in their school life they get picked on at school they get bullied but they get to come together and play this game um and sort of live a life outside of themselves and experience things that they don't get to experience um themselves yeah you've got some really strong themes as well that you're that you're dealing with you know um struggles with sexuality and gender you know managing family dynamics that as teenagers you know is is a nightmare and you know being the odd one out or the underdog you know that they are really strong themes throughout this play aren't they yeah and i think that that's like any any one of those is something that we can all relate to a lot of us um you know, d- deal with questioning your own sexuality or dealing with a loved one or a family member questioning their, their sexuality and not really knowing how to deal with that. Um, and, yeah, be- being a social outcast is, is something that a lot of people have experienced. So I feel like this is a play that if, if you were ever a young person or you are a young person, um, you can come along and watch it and see a little bit of yourself in at least one of the characters. I just love it, James, because when I was younger, none of this stuff was around. You know, it wasn't yeah. okay to, to question who you are. It wasn't, you know, this wasn't put up on, on a theatre or, or on a television. It wasn't mainstream. So 
Despite all of the additional, you know, um, issues that our kids have now to deal with, like social media yeah. and all of those things, it's really putting this front and centre. And uh, the play was written um, by uh, by playwright uh, Key Nguyen. Nguyen, that's how I say Nguyen, it. Is yeah. It? yeah. yeah. yeah um, now, how long ago was the play written? Uh, I believe it was written around 2012. Mm. Uh, you know, 2011. It debuted in 2011. Uh, I'm not sure when it was written, but mm. the first production was staged in 2011. Uh, in America, yeah, and it, and it received like a uh, mixed feedback. It's mm. from, um, well, the, it's set in Ohio, um, in oh the Midwest, God. in America, and there was a production done there. Oh, sorry, there was a planned production done there by a school that got um, cancelled the week before they opened because <laughs> the school found out it, de- it dealt with um, LGBT issues and they thought that it wasn't you know, appropriate for their students. Um, and that group actually, I, I, can't, I can't remember if it was a school group or if it was an outside group, but they actually set up like a GoFundMe and raised quite a lot of money to be able to stage their uh, production independent of the school, and it did quite well there. So, you know, we're, we're lucky um, in Newcastle in a lot of ways that we don't have that kind of, um, oh, I guess, conservative uh, mm. pr- pressure to, to conform to sort of like traditional viewpoints. Um, but it's like you said, like having this sort of presented for you on a stage in front of you, it's just, it's helpful. Representation really does matter for a lot of people. Um, and you're seeing, you know, a bit of yourself played out in front of you. It's a way to sort of, you know, you can sit there and be like, okay, that, this is okay for me to feel that mm-hmm. way or to think this way because, you know, I'm seeing it played out by people who aren't me. Yeah. Um, so it, it is quite important. And we're quite lucky to be able to tell the story without any uh, limitations or pressure from outside groups. Yeah, look, it is absolutely fantastic. It opens on Thursday, the 25th of August at 7.30. It runs right through until the 27th. Uh, there are 7.30 performances on Thursday, Friday and Saturday. There is a 2 o'clock on the Saturday. You can grab your tickets if you head to the civictheaternewcastle.com.au. It is recommended for audiences 12 years plus, obviously, due to some of the mild course languages, the violence and obviously some of the adult themes. But it is going to be fantastic. I cannot wait to watch it roll out, no doubt it will be another huge success for Hunter Drama. Thanks so much for joining me today, James. I really appreciate Thank your you time. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you having me. My pleasure. Good luck with this one as well. Thank you so much. See Thank you. Around. Bye. That is uh, James Chapman, who is the director of She Kills Monsters. It is Hunter Drama. It gets underway in exactly nine days' time. So grab your tickets from the Civic Theatre website or head into their their box office and please get out and support it because it's really important that stories like this are told. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning covers the big stories that matter the most to you. The local issues often neglected. Tracy Mack's plain talking, no nonsense approach will get your morning off right. Talking news, sport, entertainment, music, lifestyle and more. Covering what you need to know and even some of the stuff you didn't. It's Tracy Mack with Newcastle in the morning. Weekdays from 9 to midday, only on Newcastle Live.